0: and welcome to another episode of Girls Like Us, the podcast that asks the question, what does a literature degree get you? With the answer, a podcast about children's books. I'm Franny. And I'm Sophie,
1: and I'm sitting in, in like a gamer setup right now.
0: Yeah, Sophie Sophie just said pog to me like five times. I don't really know what's pog. going on.
1: Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Park, park. <laughs> um. I, what does pog mean? I don't know what pog means. I've yeah, literally talking. gotten so many different answers on... I've asked so many people what Pog means, and I've gotten so many different answers that I don't even feel comfortable, like, giving a guess here because I have never been alerted as to, like, even slightly what Pog, like, definitively means.
0: Yeah, piece of...
1: Gamer. Garbage. <laughs> hey, man, you gotta throw that you gotta throw that Pog in the uh-huh. dumpster. Uh, isn't a Pog, like, a, um... It was those things. This yeah, cool. that's what I think of. But I don't... I seriously doubt that that's what gamers are talking about. No. Um, but yeah. Bark off. <laughs> bark, bark, bark. Um, we stan her. Um, I'm sitting currently at yeah my boyfriend's younger brother's gaming computer mm. because I was... Um, we're at my boyfriend's mom's house and I was pulling out my podcasting equipment he was like oh well I have my mic he's a streamer so he was like I have my mic and my headphones and everything all set up like if you just want to podcast for my computer and I was like thank you and of course I come down and I get on the chat and it just doesn't work at all so I this poor kid shout out to Andrew had to spend like 20 minutes helping me set this up
0: thank you Andrew our engineer yeah. for this episode.
1: Yeah, our engineer. Shout out to engineer Andrew, my boyfriend's younger brother, who set me up with his streaming equipment.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Sophie, this episode is Clickmas.
1: It is Clickmas. Merry Clickmas.
0: Merry Clickmas. Clickmas is a non-denominational, non-religious holiday. One hundred percent. Yeah, um, except that we're kind of the Santa of it. Mm-hmm. I would say,
1: and um, but you're the Santa of Clickmas, and I'm the Krampus. Hell yeah, that's fun. Like, but we I do bring, work like, in a... tandem. Exactly. We work in tandem because, like, you're kind of like the light side mm-hmm. of, like, you know, jolliness, like, general joy, um, everlasting life vibes. And I'm like the constant reminder where it's like, yeah, we're vibing. Yes, it's Christmas. Yes, it's happy, but we are all going to die and life is suffering.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, I think that we should start off as Santa. I'd love to bring this to the table the gift that keeps on giving. And this is the perfect Christmas gift for us, which is Twitter long-form essay-based discourse. So let's talk about high-femme camp antics.
1: We gotta link this because I feel like this just crosses over so well with, like, basically, like, everything we talk about on Mm -hmm. the podcast always, and, like, the thesis of, like, our whole existence as people. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, So do you want to give us just, like, a general rundown of what high femme camp antics is
0: high femme camp ant high femme camp antics is an essay i forget who it's by jenny something it's like jenny fran and i forget her last name sure and i will not be looking it up Um, no we don't need to it's an la review of books and basically it's her kind of working through her things that she does that are unhealthy in relationships by maybe justifying it by saying
1: it's okay because she is high femme well yeah I feel like it was more so being like oh these things that like perhaps you do in relationships that could be both unhealthy or like more more innocuous like annoying like these things you do them because you are high femme like you, Like, being femme means doing these irritating things.
0: Yeah, exactly. They they mentioned in it, like, they were referencing, like, um, a trans scholar who said, like, well, maybe femaleness is just... It's not a gender, but just a state of being, and that state is being reliant upon others. Basically, that was what it was, which is not a theory of gender I particularly agree with. But well, it's it was not, very, not yeah.
1: even a theory of gender. It's no, being, this is like, just an essay some, <laughs> right. some woman wrote and was like, "Well, I guess." This is. Um, it's like, but, like anybody can write anything these days, and it can be a theory of gender all of a sudden. Yeah, but um, it, but
0: like some of the things that this woman does is like. A lot of it was positioning herself as, you know, the femme equivalent to her stone butch girlfriend, which, first of all, I have to say that not every, you know, relationship between two women is, one is a stone butch and one is a high femme.
1: Uh, yes, they are. Yeah, so
0: which one am I? Am I the high femme? I'm the stone butch, obviously. You're the stone
1: butch, obviously, because you're tall. If Uh, you're over six feet, that automatically makes you stone butch. Didn't you read the manual? And Meg is obviously being, you know slightly shorter and um you know curly meg hair. works curly hair naturally she works, curly hair. yeah she works um for an encyclopedia i would say that that's almost as high femme as you get whereas you know perhaps wearing a sweater that says sex house and being Having tall a peanut allergy yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> all these things make me a, a
1: butch. Um, exactly. Whether you like you it know. or not, Missy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you know, here's the thing on this essay is that I did think that it was well written. I thought that it was it was well. Like I would be interested in reading other work that this woman had. However, all of her ideas of like these high thumb camp antics were like making her girlfriend play a game in which, um, I can't. The, Yeah, the girl. Like basically, it's like a rape fantasy game that that this. other girlfriend does not want to play or referring to her girlfriend as like her boyfriend when this you know it's this is like a cis woman and like right you know It's, it's like
1: yeah it's just like bizarro um like having to if you and i said this in our group chat Mm-hmm. When we were discussing this, but in the group chat, in the in the group <laughs> chat, I'm I'm now a group chat comedian where everything I talk to, both to my followers and to my friends, is always referencing a group chat that you're not a part of. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm big um, on exclusivity. I'm huge on exclusivity, and my group chat is like me and as I said, four people you've never heard of, and we're all saying the funniest shit ever. <laughs> but um, in the group chat, I did say that this essay, it's like. You don't need to have some weird academic justification for the weird sexual things you do. Like, everyone does weird sexual things. You don't need to break it down. Like, that's just weird sexual shit. Like, that's- I genuinely think that way. I don't believe that nobody can philosophize on their sexuality or, like, make it into, like, an interesting piece of theory. But it's like- not everybody has to you don't have to like sit down and make this whole thing about the fact that like you have like this rape fantasy like i actually don't care
0: yeah actually whatever for me it was just the fact that like and this reminds me of another essay that was published in autostraddle a while ago and it was about these lesbians who had a 24 7 dom sub relationship and it was written by the dom and she was like oh i'm so sad now because it's like (sighs) if I have to change my bike tire, like I can't get my sub to do it for me. And it was all about how enriching this was for her. And it's like, great, but I, you can't, you can't ascribe. I, I don't like when people ascribe the weird shit that they do to queerness. Right. Like, actually, this is a theory of queerness. Cause most of the time it's not.
1: Yeah. I'm like, the rest of us are not doing this.
0: No, I'm not I'm doing at home, it.
1: Yeah. I'm at home being fucking normal. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Maybe uh, and I are. I had to postpone recording this by five minutes because we were finishing up our game of Love Letters. Yeah. Have you played that? No. It's fun. It's just a, it's a tiny card game. It's like
1: $7, okay. but it's, it's fun. I can It's a good that. couple one. But yeah, so I feel like as kind of the Christmas Krampus, mm-hmm. or the, excuse me, the Clickmas Krampus, it's kind of my responsibility to bring us back to reality. You know, you are Santa. You can kind of bring in like, oh, let's kind of joke around for a second about this stupid essay we both read. But I have to ground us in the responsibilities of the the present, which are, in fact, presents. Um, And so we have decided today, in order to honor Clickmas, um, Clickmas is a very, it's a full balls out material holiday there's nothing about clickmas that is sentimental there's nothing about clickmas that is interested in any sort of faithfulness or spirit of goodwill it's all about buying things yeah um so we have prepared a um a list of gifts that we are going to be giving to uh the girls of the click novels Mm -hmm. and i think to each other
0: yeah um which, I have to say, I did get you a Christmas gift already, but this is if I had unlimited budget.
1: Same. I, like, also... Same. Yeah. Just double same. <laughs> if I didn't have to hand make every Christmas gift, this is what I would get for you. Um, So why don't we start off with the girls? Do you have anyone specifically that you want to gift first? We can do, like, a round-robin situation. Sure.
0: Well, I'll start with Dylan. Okay. So, for Dylan, I... For all of these girls, I pretty much focused on what would kind of improve their life.
1: Yeah, me too. So
0: for Dylan, um, I am buying her a copy of The Beauty Myth by Naomi Wolf, Wow, um, which is uh, the best selling classic that redefined our view of the relationship between beauty and female identity. Uh, I think this will help Dylan kind of better understand why she feels the need to be skinny, uh, and hear from a woman who is coming from a different place than her mothers and sisters
1: Yeah incredible mm-hmm. I think that's a really good gift um, my gift for Dylan kind of falls in a similar um, in a similar category because something that I really think of as somebody who struggled with, body image issues, um, saying, anytime I say as somebody who's struggled with body image issues, it's, like, it feels like being, like, as somebody who breathes. Like, it's one of those things where, like, everybody everybody struggles with body image issues in their own way, like... As a human being. Right, like, as somebody who, you know, like, has um, consciousness and (laughs) um, (laughs) an inner monologue. Um, but I really think that, for me, a key a key factor in silencing that inner voice that is every single day being like, you're stupid, you're fat, whatever has been like, you just got to think about other things. You got to have other influences in your life that primarily talk about humanity from the perspective of like who you are in your soul rather than who you are in your body. Um, so I thought about a few things for Dylan. Um, the first is a copy of Alison Roman's uh, Dining In. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> because um, you know I also think about Clickmas as the start of the New Year's celebration. You know, I kind of want to go back in time and think about things that we've talked about on the podcast this year. So in our first Q and A episode that we did at the very beginning of the pandemic, we kind of we kind of uh, addressed the quasi cancellation of Alison Roman. If you want to go back and listen to it see how we did and kind of where it measures up now. Um, our discussion of Alison Roman, who just announced this week that she has, in fact, taken a permanent leave from the New York Times cooking section. She's not coming back. Wow. Um, is that her decision, or was it a... It's unclear. It seems like it is not her decision, because it was originally their decision to suspend her after all of the hashtag Chrissy Teigen con- controversy. Um so now it's been made permanent and i can't imagine that i'm sure it was at least partially mutual but i can't imagine that after such a long suspension they would have asked her back right um, that from an employment perspective. i can't believe she was
0: suspended for that long
1: yeah uh, neither wild. can i it is wild because
0: it's like i feel like after like a one month suspension or whatever
1: you'd be like well i'm fired now right exactly like because she was still you- getting paid that whole time right it's unclear. Yeah. I don't really know exactly how those things work. But anyway, I'm buying Dylan a copy of Alice in Roman's Dining Inn because not only do I think she can learn from learning to cook and eat for pleasure, but I also think she can learn from perhaps what we could call – she could experience catharsis through what we could call the tragedy of Alice Roman. And this loud-mouthed – you know, this woman who made – being kind of loudmouthed and saying things off the cuff and not having a publicist and not caring what her public image was like and getting attention through that way and feeling validated through feeling like people knew the real her. I think Dylan could learn something through kind of her, where she ended up this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I am buying Dylan. Uh, what my former employer gave me upon uh, getting laid off, which is a one-year subscription to Talkspace, an online therapy platform, uh, where you can just text a therapist, you know, rather than having like a sit-down talk session. If you're if you're a girl on the go, we don't have time to sit down and work on our mental health. We need to be able to just text somebody all of the traumatic things that have happened in our lives. Um, so that's what I'm and you know for what, doing have you seen the scary? I think
0: it's actually not for Talkspace, but for Better Health. There are some very scary ads for better health that pop up on my Facebook where a woman like literally like basically I think she like rips her heart out of her chest.
1: <laughs> They're all like claymation looking. It's very odd. I have not seen that, but I also. I have heard a lot of negative things about both platforms. I have not used both platforms, but it kind of it's kind of a natural step to think maybe we shouldn't be doing therapy over text and like sending audio messages back yeah. and forth with it it's also an underpaid not insurance
0: interest. covered nope in most cases which but is-
1: that's why I'm buying Dylan a free one-year <laughs> subscription
0: <laughs> all right you pick
1: the next girl did you do anything for Lane because I have a gift for Lane no but I can think of one now. I can do one it's like it's not a big deal but I just I'm Yeah, do do your lane. So I actually based my gifts off of. I would uh, probably buy Lane Deodorant. Yeah. Well, so that's kind of the vein in which I'm going. So I based my gifts off of um a strategist article entitled Uh Gifts for Teen Girl Tween Girls That They May Actually Want. Mm -hmm. Um So it's all all of the products are recommended by and for tween girls. Um and so I really wanted to get in the mind of like if the Click girls were living in 2020, what would they want? So, for Lane, I'm buying a suggestion um, from child actress and model Hendley Williams, oh. who recommends Bath and Body Works hand sanitizers um, in the Sparkling Icicles Pocket Back Five Pack. So, these are little sparkly hand sanitizers that um, are decorated to look like snowmen. And a girl on the go can use a little rubber attachment to hook them onto her pocket, her um, backpack, her pencil case, even like a phone case if you have a little hook on there. This is perfect for Lane. I would need Lane in 2021 to learn about both personal hygiene and like how to make it part of a daily routine. Like it doesn't have to be something that it's this whole ordeal, like going to get streaks put in your hair. You don't have to associate it with some large event. It can be just as simple as applying hand sanitizer every few minutes.
0: Yeah. After you've, um, you know, licked off all of the corn nuts, honey mustard powder
1: off of your hands. Exactly.
0: What is the scent on frosted icicle?
1: It's unclear, um, but Hendley says the they are easy to put in your bag and I actually have one attached in a cute case on my bag. Oh. Oh, excuse me. She does elaborate. This five pack has a clean eucalyptus and spearmint scent.
0: Oh, that actually sounds pretty good. That's a that's a like a
1: nice. nice neutral.
0: Did I tell you about this on air is that I had a pocket back from Bath and Body Works, yeah, honey mustard pretzel.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's so gross. Yeah. It's that's some actually that's some lane shit. That is some lane shit. That's some shit where it's like maybe I would get lane that in the transition between Mm -hmm. like not having any hand sanitizer and then maybe like a honey mustard as like weaning her onto it, and then eventually this very nice, clean, neutral scent. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, we can move on if you don't want to come up with a gift for Lane.
0: Uh, I think it would be deodorant.
1: I'm sticking to it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, stick to that.
0: And I'll Um, give her some, like, Toms or something. Like, I'll get her something that will appeal to her eco-friendly sensibility. Right,
1: yeah. Uh, Toms, Toms are an interesting... It doesn't work. Toms doesn't work, so that would, again, be a transition. Right, but I'm also thinking of Toms in, like, the ethical sense, where it's like, Toms actually speak quite well to the metaphor that is Lane, because Lane's like, I'm an outsider, i am all about like ethics and morals but then again her dad's like richer than like half the other dads in westchester much like tom's where they're like oh if you buy one we give one to a kid but really you're just padding tom's pocketbooks Mm
0: -hmm. Mm Mhm.
1: all right who do you want to do next
0: um here you pick since i didn't have one for lane
1: okay um let's go with alicia okay you want to start uh, you can go ahead and start.
0: So for Alicia, um, you know, she wants to be a reporter. I fear that the community that she's growing up with in Westchester is, at best, uh, middle-of-the-line Republican. Okay. At worst, very, very conservative. So I wanted to introduce her to news ideas that you know were not conservative centric and introduce her to more worldviews which is why i bought her a year subscription to the jacobian
1: oh my goodness yeah and not i know that's- what i thought you were going to say oh what did you think i was gonna say i thought you were gonna like go somewhere closer to the middle like the new yorker
0: no i i think that we
1: need to balance it out because i think it's too late for the new yorker i do (laughs) it's too late for the new yorker yeah (laughs) we need like some we need it going right into the main vein right now we need to mainline this like fucking socialist uh thought into alicia's brain
0: yes absolutely new yorker is good if i was like oh well alicia doesn't think mrs incredible is thick so i i have to (laughs) try to convince her that she is thick but um no, I don't think... I think for me, a New York New Yorker... I don't know if you experience this too, but it's like I cancel and renew once a year whenever they have a deal. So, like, I'm about to get 12 issues because I got them for $5. And then, obviously, I will immediately cancel when that trial's over. Um, but I, for me, it's mostly I read the short stories and maybe the features, but I don't get any of my news from the New Yorker, I would say.
1: Yeah, I do tend to read it cover for cover because um, I am the kind of girl who... I always intend to do exactly what you do, which is renew then cancel, but I never get to the cancel part. Not with any subscription that I'm a part of. This week alone, I got a subscribe, I got a surprise FabFitFun box and a surprise HelloFresh box that I did not know I paid for yeah. or ordered. So that's kind of where I am. So I do try to read cover to cover just to be like, I paid $200 for this shit, like let's yeah. get it popping. Mhm. You got to start early when the kind of toxicity that's been pumped into Alicia's brain, surely by her upbringing, mm-hmm. is so so saturated. Yeah. Do we think? Do we think it changes anything?
0: I think that it could bring her maybe a little bit closer to center. Okay. Um, but in general. I don't think she's going to become a socialist. My goal is to just open her up to some new ideas and maybe get her a tad more towards the center.
1: Right. We're looking for maybe, like, a Buddha judge vote out of yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. That's fine. It's like, maybe we're not getting as far as, like, her being, like, you know, pro-AOC. Like, she's one of those Democrats who's kind of like, but I don't agree with everything AOC says. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, in general... Outwardly, I
0: will say we shouldn't be racist, but the army is actually great, and the yeah. army is good. That's kind of her vibe, which right. is better than nothing for Alicia. So It's I'll certainly
1: it better her. than, yeah, it yeah. certainly is better than nothing. Um, for Alicia, I'm getting um, the Movo Smartphone Video Rig Kit, which is a vlogging kit for children. Ooh, that's um, cool. So... This was recommended to the strategist by a tween musician, allegedly. Never heard of her. Her name is Madeline Valencia. Because Madeline says that watching videos has inspired her to make more of her own. How profound. Cool. <laughs> Sometimes watching videos makes her want to make a video. <laughs> it's almost as if the social programmings, like apparent in all humans, are working on Madeline. So Madeline says that this kit from Movo would be a better setup for recording because it turns a smartphone into a mobile studio. Um, So Alicia doesn't need, you know, someone to follow her with a camera anymore. It can be girls doing it for themselves in 2021. Um, Right, absolutely. Once you become your own camera crew, it's a girl boss moment. Yeah, so I think Alicia could have a lot to gain from, you know, not only learning to be on camera talent, but also learning how to, I suppose, edit and produce videos on an iPhone.
0: Mm hmm, for sure. I think that's a great gift for her. I think she'll appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, go okay. ahead.
0: I was going to just ask what did you get for Kristen?
1: For Kristen? Because she was the hardest for me. Yeah. Kristen's hard to buy for. And I have, you know, I have an idea for Kristen. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I have several ideas for Kristen, actually, that I can go through. Yes, let's hear them. So something that I think is pretty evident through the series. So we have, at the end, we learn about this quote-unquote witty committee Mm -hmm. that forms, which is Kristen's group of friends outside of the pretty committee. Massy, K- Massy, Alicia, Dylan, Claire, I guess. And she's starting to it's 8th grade and it's starting to kind of feel to me like Kristen, I don't know. If I'm guessing, Kristen is not friends with the pretty committee in high school. There's no reason no. for her to be. No. It just doesn't you know, it doesn't click. It's like mm-hmm. These are middle school friendships based more on superficial factors Mm -hmm. than actual, you know, I just, I think maybe freshman year they still hang out, but she's going to get involved in other things and um, start to pull away. So something that I see for Kristen with her being very athletic, um, but also kind of interested in... More intellectual and kind of like darker pursuits, if we're to mm-hmm. say that. I can see Kristen kind of becoming like quasi like skater goth. That's, that's fair, I think. You know what I mean? Like, not goth or emo in the, what we would think in the traditional sense Mm -hmm. um, of, like, when kids our age were emo in high school, but, like, the TikTok emo of, like, bucket hats, gold necklaces. E-girl. Yes. Like, E-girl, but not to the weird extent where they're doing, like, the weird makeup. Right. You know what I mean? She's like sexy. She doesn't eagle. have blush on her nose. No. She might, but it's like as a contouring mechanism rather than mm-hmm. like. Like she's not doing the full blown like Doja Cat, like looks like she needs a, t- a tissue type thing. Right. Yeah. Right. So. I want to buy Kristen one of those little plastic skateboards, like a penny board, (laughs) that like all the stoners ride in high school. And like, you always see the girl, like the hot girl carrying one around, but you've never seen her ride it.
0: So she's going to, Kristen, and this would line up for like timeline, probably, she's going to be kind of like a tumbler girl. Yes. So she's going to be on her penny board drinking her glass lemonade bottle that has a lemon head on it that's smiling, taking pictures of just her eyes. Yes. You know?
1: Yeah, I see her kind of rejecting this, like, the kind of... I see her thinking that she's rejecting the materialism of the Pretty Committee mm-hmm. while just choosing a more palatable version of that materialism. hmm You know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Because I just don't think... I don't see her... You know, we talk about a lot on this podcast how she's boring and, like, we don't we never want to talk about her. But that I think is because she is kind of she doesn't have a role in the pretty committee anymore.
0: No, she doesn't. So She was kind
1: of the Claire role a little bit and then Claire usurped that. Exactly. Um so I think it's time for Kristen to move on. And what better method of transportation to move <laughs> with than a plastic skateboard?
0: Perfect. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, so I also For everyone else, you know, I guess Dylan's book isn't uh, expensive. But for everyone else, I had a bigger budget. For Kristen, I think the item that I ended up getting her is um, less than $7. Wow. Um, And let me see if I can send you a picture of it right now. Um, I got it off of eBay. um, And it is a calculator that is soccer themed. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All of the buttons are soccer balls. And then over the little number thing, there's a goal, and the background is green. What um, the fuck? Where did it, you find this? I found it on eBay. I, I really struggled with Kristen, and then I searched like soccer. I was like, what does she like? She likes school and she likes soccer. Thus, a <laughs> soccer calculator. And there you have it. And she better like it
1: yeah (laughs) if i got this i would be thrilled because something that i want to say about this soccer calculator is that none of the buttons have numbers on them they're just soccer balls so you have to know where the you have to be somebody so versed in the use and mechanics of a calculator that you know where the numbers are you don't because it's they just all look like soccer balls that's incredible and she would. I'm going
0: to I'm gonna see if they have a description on it. Uh, there were actually several soccer ball calculators of different types. One of them looked like a soccer ball, like it was round, but it kind of looked very um, Tamagotchi-esque. Yeah, right. And we don't want that. What's the description on this? Soccer calculator batteries not included.
1: Yeah. Do not think that that shit's coming to with to your house with batteries already. You're going to have to drive your ass to Target and buy some batteries for your soccer calculator. Yeah. Um, who do you want to gift next? Let's do Claire. Okay, this is a good one. What did you get for Claire, Franny? For
0: Claire, um, I thought, you know, Claire loves Gap. She loves her Gap overalls. And I wanted to get her something that's maybe a little more fun, as well as, you know, being more sustainable, more ethical than Gap. I'm I'm in the process of weaning myself off Gap, which was previously my favorite kind of fast fashion brand. Um... And it's hard, you know, but I just wanted to give her a kickstart. So I'm getting her a pair of uh, dungarees from Lucy and Yak, which is wow. a really cute. And these are actually ones that I would wear. And she can kind of go on and pick the color she wants. Um, but they're, you know, more sustainable and ethical than than clothes from the Gap. So I thought this was a good transition for her.
1: That's really good. I That's really wise. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a big part of adolescence is kind of, investing in these pieces that are not only ethically made but are things that you can keep for a while Mm -hmm. um and that are you know just like your basic neutrals for a day-to-day life and i feel like Mm -hmm. claire needs more of that i think so too she tends to oscillate between like oh these like weird high fashion things she gets from nurse adele and from massey Mm -hmm. um rather than or like this gap shit. Like she needs something in between and I think that that's a great stepping stepping stone. Yeah, thank you. So for Claire, utilizing my tween girl gift guide, I was thinking something on this list surprised me because it didn't seem like something tweens would be interested in. But it's under the um the category of toys and gifts for creative tween girls. Oh. And I think Claire needs an outlet Because she doesn't seem to have any interests besides eating gummies and Mm -mm. kind of slowly ingratiating herself into the pretty committee. Well, photography. Yeah, but photography is not a hobby. Mm -hmm. I stand strongly in this. I think photography, when you're a tween girl, every tween girl is interested in photography because every tween girl is interested in making herself look hot in pictures. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so any method that you can kind of use to... um, exploit that impulse just becomes popular so like that's why every tween girl is like yes i am interested in photography um so i don't i don't believe that that's not canon in my head <laughs> um, so for claire um i'm getting her th- what has been labeled the most popping toy of 2020 um, oh boy. They are the new hot toys to covet, according to the strategist. And I was surprised to see this on a list for tween girls, because tween girls, I thought, didn't like toys. They feel mm-hmm. like they're too old for toys. Um, but these are the LOL Surprise OMG Series 3 Roller Chick Fashion Dolls with 20 oh my surprises. God. Sophie, I literally bought
0: one of these today because I'm doing like a I like am participating in like a gift drive or whatever, and one of the kids that i had wanted an lol surprise doll and i had to like go on it and i went on target i searched lol dolls and it is like an insane these are
1: crazy and there's so many different types too i did a lot of research on lol dolls today because i saw this and i was you know i was reading all these gift guides Mm -hmm. and i was like every single thing for tween or even teen girls was saying that they want lol surprise dolls and i'm like when I was a tween, the last thing you want is a doll, because what you're trying to do at that age is, like, project maturity. Mm-hmm. And dolls are, like, the classic example. It's, like, every, when we talk about, you know, not to bring it back to, like, virginity or, or anything, but when we talk about, like, innocence in women, there's always kind of this trope where it's, like, oh, well, she's still playing with dolls. Like, it's literally a mark, like, a physical metaphor for somebody's innocence, dolls. Yeah. Um, And I want to bring Claire back to a state of innocence. But everything online is like these LOL OMG surprise dolls. Excuse me, LOL surprise OMG dolls. It's like rocker chick dolls. Rocker roller chick. It's like all of these different things. They are. I like literally want to buy some for myself because they are enthralling to me. Are they in arts and craft though? It's unclear um, because it says model. And by model, they mean child model. Lizzie Kern is one girl who says she loves to play with them because you can change out the dolls outfits and get creative. So it's like, uh, okay. Uh, you could do that with every doll though. Yeah. Um, but the dolls themselves look creative. You know, what's interesting about these dolls and I'll include a picture on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. We can, that, we can, uh, do a like, compilation yeah, of I'll do a hand compilation hand. so everyone can see everything. But what's interesting about these dolls is that they are curvy, Like, this doll has a full ass and thighs. Is this the mini one? Is it short or is it the big one? This is the classic size doll, but there are mini ones. Mm -hmm. And so this doll, she's wearing, like, like, iridescent leggings and blue roller skates. And she has long, curly pink hair and these big eyes. Like, they look like a kind of like they're owing in in, like, their origin, perhaps, to, like, anime and manga culture, but also, like, there's something distinctly Western about her in kind of, like, this big, like, this doll has an ass, and that's really interesting to me.
0: Sophie, I found an LOL surprise doll with a penis.
1: Incredible. (laughs) See, it's like, these dolls are willing to go places other dolls aren't. This doll fucks. Like, I'm looking at this doll, and I find it, like... I find her sexy in a way that's not creepy. I find her sexy in an empowered way. Right. And I want Claire to get some of that. I want Claire to, like, be like, fuck the pretty committee. I'm playing with this doll, and not only is this doll, like, cool and creative, but she's also not for kids. She's sexy in a not creepy way. Like, this doll makes me feel sexual things, but in an empowered way. (laughs) I... There.
0: Do you know that there is also an LOL surprise line of dolls called BBs, which stands for Big Babies?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. I think that's a cute gift. Well, now I- okay, now I'm just like, can you send me a picture of one of these big babies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I need to like- I we're, we're running really well on time. I feel like we need to spend some time on the LOL OMG Surprise. Excuse me, that's the crazy thing about- it's LOL OMG Surprise- are just a bunch of free-floating signifiers. They're like, what are words that signify, <laughs> like, kind of teenness and being online? Let me send you the big baby. I remember the first time I found out about LOL
0: Surprise dolls. I was driving to um, Michigan for a sketch comedy festival, and me and my friend Michael found some when we stopped at a gas station. Are you looking at the big These baby? These
1: babies are crazy.
0: Yeah, and I, we found, like, a very tiny mini one, and she was really fucked up looking, but it was, like, $1, and she was, like, the size of, like, the tip of my thumb, but but they t- come in so many different sizes. Also, we've seen a ton of LL surprise dolls when Megan and I go to look for mini brands, because right. that's, like, everything. But it's, like, there's no, I, for this, like, one that I bought today, like, I texted this, like, you know, the uh, organizer for this family, I was, like, does this, like, child want a normal size doll or a uh, tiny doll, and she was so like, she I don't want know. want a big baby? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because it's... But, so, I think... What did I end up buying for this this little girl?
1: I just feel like these yeah. LOL surprise dolls, they're, according to the internet, they're taking over the world like they like it is every single kid won the election yeah they they won the election all states went purple for lol surprise omg that's the crazy thing too is like the way this the the way the label is stylized it appears to be a line of dialogue like lol surprise (laughs) omg we're taking over it's a sexy doll but sec- like I said, sexy in an empowered way, not in a creepy way. Like, brats are sexy in like a male gaze type way. They're incredibly right. thin. Their heads are very large. It looks like they've had Botox. This mm-hmm. girl that I'm looking at, the three roller chick fashion doll with 20 surprises, she is living for herself. She's sexy for herself. She's not here to please the male gaze. The
0: toy that I got today that I've purchased... Is LOL Surprise Hair Salon Playset with 50 Surprises and Exclusive Mini 50 Fashion 50 surprises! I know, so it's kind of like, what are the surprises? I feel like surprises is a, a vague term for just something you
1: purchase. So, how much was
0: that? Um, it was on sale for $40, but it was originally $60.
1: <laughs> oh my god! ways to play hair salon
0: fashion closet pull-out runway mirror with working lights hair glitter and chalk and more and this is cute you can use the hair glitter on you and your doll that's which a I think
1: classic that's kind of cute. yeah that's a classic um doll conceit where it's like things that are transferable like cosmetic products that are transferable both to the doll and the girl well it's and did genius. you ever have for did you have american girl dolls
0: i did Did you have the matching outfits? I never did, but I remember looking at those in the catalogs. It was like matching pajamas for you and Felicity.
1: Yeah, I never had the matching outfits. um, And I remember when I was like seven, I went to the American Girl store in Chicago with my mom and i was wailing because i really wanted to get like matching togas with my doll like for some reason they had these togas <laughs> and i was like me and my doll need these matching togas and my mom was like no you can buy the toga either for the doll or for yourself and i was like well what's the, what's point? the point yeah yeah and so i had like a meltdown and every year thereafter my sweet sweet yaya would knit me and my doll matching sweaters <laughs> That is really, really cute. Yeah, that's so cute. And she would put little um, she would put little like tags in them that said like "made with love by Yaya." That is so cute. Yeah, that's adorable. and so I still have all of like the little doll things that she made. Oh, um, that's that's really sweet. I was, I was very lucky. If that's, I feel like that's a great gift idea for like if you have a young girl in your life to like hand make those things because like like that's genius. That's so um. That's using a lot of ingenuity when, like, you don't want to spend money on matching dolls between, uh, matching outfits between a kid and their doll. Just make them. And uh, yeah. now, as an adult, I'm like, that's so much better.
0: I just sent you a different doll that's kind of freaking me out that was in a recommended products off of LOL No. Surprise. No. No. Okay, It's where titled, has- in, in all caps, I'm a girly. <laughs> me, 18-inch fashion doll with cotton candy pink interchangeable wig to style.
1: I'm going to say it. This doll is like in the closet. This doll is gay. This doll well, is she's gay. A wig. But this doll looks like Jules from Euphoria. I'm. I'll post this on our Instagram too. This girl is like. First of all, she's eighty dollars. So at first, <laughs> I'm looking at just this, buy an American girl doll. If you're right, going to shell out the money, that's what I'm saying. At first, I was looking at this and being like, kind of shaming myself, being like, I'm being classist for making fun of like what is clearly like supposed to be a more affordable option. For an American Girl doll and then I scrolled down and saw it was $80 and I'm like these people have just like chosen to desecrate mm-hmm. like the name of American Girl by making something that looks like an American Girl but baby the pr- girl. all of the proportions are slightly sorry, off sorry they just came in to ask do
0: the baby girl dolls have pussies and they don't. also this might have been like a little plastic thing that was an anomaly, but I no, don't know we'll, we'll let guns. the viewers decide it, the doll it has a penis. a penis
1: yeah yeah Um, but yeah, with this doll, all of the proportions are just slightly off. So she looks like, um, like, it looks like there's something, it looks like there's something seriously wrong with her. Like, she needs to go to the doctor.
0: It's daring you to cut her hair.
1: It literally is. uh, Yeah, because the hair is, like, floor touching, which is so for a child's lifestyle. And it
0: says dare to cut her hair and simply exchange the wig afterwards if you want her to have long hair again. (laughs)
1: So it's literally this is like a scam because they know that these fucking kids are going to cut this bitch's hair like her hair is so fucking long and they're like there's a shot on the Target website of two kids gleefully whipping the wigs off these dolls (laughs) (laughs) and like the dolls looking all bald and gross.
0: Um, I just remembered this. This was a memory that I always wanted one of these, and I
1: never had them. But Groovy Girls, do oh. you ever have Groovy Girls? I They are have so cute. Girls. I think those are very cute dolls. Yeah. So actually, a good friend of mine, um, in a secret sa- in my last year of college, in a Secret Santa exchange, mm-hmm. um, I had mentioned this girl. My friend Martha is like the most thoughtful person of all time, mm-hmm. and she, like, I had mentioned a year earlier that I always had groovy girls growing up. And then she had me for secret Santa that year and bought me a groovy girl. And I wept. It was so sweet. And so I currently have her. She sits on my shelf. Her name is Lakinzie. Um, all the groovy girls are given very like hip names. Yeah. So she came with a tag that said Lakinzie and That's what I was about to bring up, is that when I got that groovy girl, I was filled with so much joy that it makes me want to buy myself these LOL surprise dolls, because... You should. You have
0: the disposable income to buy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, toys are now accessible to us. If we want to buy a a $7 toy, we no longer have to... Right.
1: That's the thing, is, like, it's kind of shocking, you know, compared to, like, adult purchases, how like reasonably priced some of these toys are and that's where they get you because they really are just like hunks of plastic Um, but you see it and you're like oh this doll's $17 I can buy something for $17 right you should buy one. Maybe yeah. I'll buy myself a Groovy Girl. They're really cute.
0: That w- this is a Cincy thing, but they were always at Tokubaru. Yeah, in Clifton, which was a really cute kids shop.
1: I feel like in 2021 we're buying ourselves we're using our employment our unemployment checks to buy ourselves toys. <laughs> exactly. My stimulus check is going straight to Groovy Girls. Yeah. The Groovy Girl Industrial Complex. <laughs> These people are taking the government's money to buy Groovy Girls. The groovy Girls. <laughs> Um, These
0: feminists and they're groovy girls. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm looking at their names. Celissa. Sel, it's like Lorelei, okay. but with a, an E I. Yes, bitch. They're cute. They had the uh, little uh, mermaid ones too. Those were cute.
1: So, Sophie, what did you get for Massey? For Massey, so what do you get the girl who has everything? Right. You know what I mean? It's It's kind of an impossible task. And I also. Here's a question. Does Massey deserve a present from someone like me? Who is, as I previously mentioned, on unemployment. Um, So I, you know, I thought long and hard about this. Mm -hmm. And what I'm getting for Massey is something that she might already have. But I'm kind of, in getting it for her, I'm kind of trying to, like, drive home perhaps her interest in it. Um, So what I'm getting for Massey is... A subscription to HBO Max um mm. and you might you know first be like Sophie does Massey need to watch the new Steven Soderbergh movie Let Them All Talk um and yes it, it was good yeah and yes it is very good but yeah I would say that Massey needs an opportunity to kind of look outside of herself and consume things that allow her to look at life from a different perspective so i'd like to see massey watch the sopranos to kind of learn how vice can take you down a very dark path um and i want massey to maybe even watch the first few seasons of girls to think about how like the shifting landscapes of womanhood and maybe where she fits in as like a very privileged person um do you think um massey should watch sex in the city I think that Massey should when she's ready. And I don't okay. think she's ready yet. I, I don't think she's ready Massey either. needs some things out. Massey needs some to come face to face with some unglamorous things. And I think the safest way for a child to do that is through media consumption. Problem.
0: Yeah. You know? I think that's fair. You know, similarly, Sophie, I didn't really know what to get Massey. And I have to say that one of the gifts that you've already given someone is similar to my gift for Massey. Slash it is the same thing, which is that I'm buying Massey a gift card towards therapy. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it's like, you know, I just think she needs it. She's not gonna do it for herself. Might as well make it as accessible for her as possible. Right. Everyone can use counseling, you know, so I hope she enjoys it and I hope she uses it.
1: Yeah, it's like she can kind of go to therapy and maybe process what she's feeling through describing episodes of The Sopranos to her therapist. hmm Yeah, I think that's good. Um Franny, what did you get for me if you're willing to share? I'll yeah, kind let of me, open let it me, figuratively.
0: Uh, text this to you right now. So I'm getting you something that's very close to your heart, and now this item can be worn close to your heart literally.
1: Oh my it is a peloton <laughs> necklace.
0: It's a peloton necklace with real turquoise and fake like cubite zinc zancornium or whatever. Um, And I thought that this would be really, you know, just good for you, and and I think, uh, you know, you could wear this all the time, and it'd be kind of like Massey's Charm Bracelet, but for you, which is branded Peloton
1: (laughs) This is crazy. So as you guys know, I have, and I've edited a lot of it out, like a lot of the times that I bring up Peloton, I'll just edit it out because I'm like, I'm literally giving free press to like a company that is just raking in cash and like Mm -hmm. making billions of dollars and has like a seven month waiting list um but what franny just sent to me is a necklace a gold necklace with literally just the peloton logo on it that is somehow (laughs) 85 dollars. what okay i was just about to say what kind of person orders this like who feels like a a peloton instructor i guess yeah well so the interesting (laughs) thing about like peloton merch is it's always modeled by the instructors in classes and they'll be like guys check out this new merch we have um but there is one review for this product on the page that you Mm -hmm. just sent me And it's from Jen on November 15th. And she said, a delicate everyday accessory. I'm in (laughs) love with this necklace. It's adjustable in a perfect everyday accent. I wear it every day. The turquoise bezel is precious and makes this simple piece pop. Hell yeah. So my question is like, think of like how depraved you have to be as a human being to be like my favorite accessory, my Peloton necklace, and I want it to pop. I wanted to pop,
0: you know, not my like wedding ring, not my. Yeah. And I love novelty jewelry, but I am wearing earrings actually made got these for me that say ho ho on each of them. They're very fun. But I would not, you know, I would not that's a lot of money to spend on something that yeah. is not a Pel- like put it towards the purchase of your Peloton.
1: Okay, Franny, um for you, I am I'm I don't know if this is covered by insurance, but I'm getting you those little treatments where they give you like a one more speck of peanut dust each time Aww, to kind of so wean you off of your allergy. It's an experimental process. You might go into anaphylaxis, but you there you also could be cured of your peanut allergy. You, we could just do that at home.
0: I because I pre pandemic I consulted with someone about this. I still don't know if it's covered by insurance, but. He was like, yeah, I mean, like, after a certain point, you just have to maintain it every day. And you just have that, like, just, like, that peanut butter powder that people buy. You can yeah. just use that. And it's like, okay, I'm going to eat a teaspoon of this a day. That's a very thoughtful gift. So we we had talked about assigning the girls each a holiday song. Um, and I was, like, I was looking at Christmas carols, and I was like, eh, I don't know about this. But then what I decided to do was I decided to assign each of the girls one of the songs from Ariana Grande's Christmas EP. Wow. Um, Christmas and Chill. So, not counting the intro, there are five songs on that EP. Um, So, for Dylan, her song is Wit wit It Dis Christmas. Uh, (laughs) Some of the lyrics are, Are you down for some of these milk and cookies? Um, You know I'm tasty like a candy cane or gingerbread. We don't need them recipes. We don't need the kitchen. So, I thought that this was very Dylan-centric. Yeah, Alicia, you know, she kind of got hers is called true love it's just about loving someone and i i thought you know alicia she's mostly been with josh hots this entire series she's got that's her true love sure she doesn't change boys you know um Kristen is she has a song called december and one of the stanzas in december is when december comes i bet you want to wrap me up all up and take me home with you see what i look like under them lights we'll keep it quiet whatever we do my reasoning on this is that Kristen does not have the money to buy a Christmas present for her boyfriend. So okay. she's just like, well, I'm your Christmas present. Right.
1: She's just gonna, you know, do favors. I also think it's interesting, like, that December song seems like it has a lot of themes of, like, concealment. Right. Um, And mm-hmm. Kristen... Which she's hiding. Yeah. She's always, you know, hiding something.
0: Absolutely. Um, Massey is not just on Christmas. And this is just because it references Naughty or Nice, which I think is a very Massey... Sure good good way to describe massey's personality and finally claire is winter things um it ain't even cold outside not where i'm from feeling like it's mid-july under the sun okay
1: so she's from orlando yeah orlando so. vibes that's great uh, which what's the ariana grande song that's like santa tell santa me, tell me if, you if he's really there. there what is that song Santa, tell me that's not on that EP, but it's. I like that one. So Ariana just has like a. She has a Christmas EP, but also just like a separate Christmas single. And and she's like a third one too. She has several Christmas songs. That just must be a cash cow. We should record a Christmas album next year. We should honestly. We would make bank. I think we have the infrastructure to do it. Yeah, I think that um we have the technology. We have the technology. We have the microphones. Um guys, shout out if you would buy our Christmas album. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, this has been a really fun kind of click miss episode. Shall we get to some like, just talk business briefly of what's coming up and mm-hmm. what we might be working on in the new year?
0: Oh yeah, and you can cut this out, but I will work on that
1: image. Yeah, no problem. The
0: pretty Little Liars. Um, so we are, you know, the click book is pretty much the series are wrapped up in terms of all the books we've done them all. We still have the movie. We have a manga that we have to get to, but,
1: you know, we think that we can kind of do those anytime. So... And we we do have things in the process. I know we get a lot of questions on social media and stuff like, when are you going to be doing the movie? We want to make sure that we do it, like, absolutely to the best of our ability. And we have things in the works, but, you know, we're working things out with guests. Right, exactly.
0: And so we don't, we figure that these are ones that are worth waiting for. Totally. Um... But we, we said this before, but we are going to be moving into the Pretty Little Liar series. And we're probably going to because those books are so much longer, and thus harder f- to schedule guests for because we don't want, you know, a clickbook is like 120 pages, A uh, Pretty Little Liars book is like a full novel. So we don't want to like make um, Jesse Farrar read, you know, whatever the the alley prequel is like we're not going to get a twitter comedian to to read a pll book but um so i think that we're also going to kind of be varying more between different ya
1: books and and pretty little liars yeah um um, so look forward to that we've already got some like guests in the works for um when we start the pretty little liars series and it's going to be a lot of fun but it's gonna be kind of what we've moved into you know now it's been officially i think like this week is like the one year anniversary of our podcast i think it was in november actually i
0: yeah it's no it was like november 25th
1: okay um yeah so we're at like the one year mark of the podcast and so i think we're gonna keep pushing ahead in the direction that we've been going which is um Trying to keep this feed, like, book-based, um, and maybe doing, like, fun little, like, game episodes like we just did now, um, and then in our Patreon feed, which you can check out at patreon.com slash girlslikeusshow, um, where you can pay $5 a month for about three extra episodes Mm -hmm. every month, um... We're doing the Alpha series right now, but we're also doing um, fun little mini episodes. So we actually have some holiday content um, that we have planned that's going to come out um, before the new year over there. So go check that out if you want more of our voices and if you just want to support the podcast. Um, But as always, like, thank you for listening. This has been a great one year of doing the podcast.
0: Yeah, and we really appreciate you all. And I mean, we really couldn't ask for any sort of better like listenership and really like engaged listeners who are cool and like yeah you know it's just it's great to like you know see everyone's comments and thoughts on everything and and you know it's i'm really happy with it it's you guys are cool
1: yeah it's been really awesome um Mm -hmm. so like us share us um check out our our hashtag sisters on uh frolic dot media slash podcasts and check out our social medias at girls like us show on both Instagram and Twitter. Alright. Alright. Merry clickmas y'all. Merry Clickmas and a happy glue year. Glue year. Oh that's cute. i got a clover in my and cherries in my And on